Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo will for you come Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. (laughs) Just go with what you saw today. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right. No one will remember. No one's listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends from the steaming NovaCare Complex after the first of two joint practices between the Eagles and the Baltimore Ravens. I am Bo Wolf, sitting across from Zach Berman, and also alongside the CEO and president of the Melvin Fan Club, national writer Shil Kapadia. You guys do this every day, huh? It's mm-hmm. hot out there. It's tough My out body's there. body's not conditioned for this. You it's, do this every day. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, it's especially hot today, and they moved practices till the, till the afternoon. Right. I heard, uh, overheard in the locker room Deshaun Hall say that he lost 12 pounds during practice. Right. So that's the secret, right? 12 pounds. It's all water weight, Unbelievable. Well, yeah, but I mean. I don't even know what that means. What, is, what does that mean, water <laughs> that's weight? That's like the Seinfeld episode yeah. where... where <laughs> it's like it's a write-off. You yeah. don't even know what a write-off yeah. is. Right. <laughs> I've heard that yeah. for my entire writing career, and I don't know what it means. What, what it means it mean? just sweat. You okay. just you sweat it out. So what? That doesn't count. Well, it's it's not like you're bur- well. Well, you are burning calories, but it's it's not just like pure okay. pure fat. No, what I understand, like when you uh, yeah, I mean, but but he I'm still lost twelve he's pounds. Right? I don't yeah. get it. Boy, yeah. I mean, he's going to put on whatever he's going to put on. Oh, I'm, he eats, I'm not saying. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not credible. I'm just saying that's that's what I hear. It's all water. Yeah, but yeah, I also don't understand what that means. I was at I was at this wedding this weekend, and one of the guys was a, a collegiate wrestler, and he was telling the, the stories of uh, cutting weight, and it's, it's this is a world un, unfamiliar to me. Saunas all. and all that, yeah. Saunas and, uh, you know, just like puking your guts out yeah. the night before the way, and you weigh in the night before, and so then you just like put on all this weight the next day before the tournament, so it doesn't really matter anyway. He's bingy. Yeah. Yeah. Guy didn't have cauliflower ears, though, so that was a plus for him. Very good. Yeah. Took us about 90 seconds to, to get to wedding weekend. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so we will uh, we will get to the Quackus report here today. Lots going on. Mm-hmm. We split forces. I was focused on the Eagles' defense. You were focused on the Eagles' offense. What were you doing here, National Man? Uh, they had that water, that area where you can get some water. Right. Did that. Talked to some people. Shook a hand or two. Okay. Yeah. Do you have some things you need to get off your chest? No. Let's get this. Is, this is exciting. A joint practice. Okay. She was doing it. a good job of observing. By the way, I was yeah, I was standing I was observing. With well, he's. I mean, he's. He's fresh. This is like fresh camp legs. Like yeah. he, he comes true, in. That's true. Everybody else has been worn down. I by, actually have a take on that later. Uh, but let's <laughs> let's get to the practice. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I think the headline was uh, a probably significant injury suffered by Richard Rogers. It looked like left uh, looking upset. And I think Doug. I didn't see this. Did you see this? Yeah, I have it right in front out? of me. Actually. Okay. Um, he did you a- did you do it? Did I do it? Yeah, are you the guy who heard him? No. Oh, okay. No, actually, there was, uh, it might have been Humphrey. I don't know. He got a little hit after the, he wasn't hit to the ground, but okay. it, was, it, was, it was one of those little shoves after a catch. 
uh, had a few strides and then just came up lame. Ooh. Went down, um, had to be helped to the sideline. They were examining him. They brought the cart, and he he was getting emotional. Doug Peterson consoled him, like you said. It, it looked significant. I I, I don't want to diagnose him, okay. uh, but a player reacting that way, it's not usually the cramps. Well, so, you feel bad because this is a guy who has struggled with injuries and has been facing the can't-make-the-clump-in-the-tump uh, situation, and so he gets himself out there and suffers an injury. That's tough. Second day back from a foot injury, and this was a foot. Uh, well, and it, was it was a, a lower lo- it was body. a lower extremity? Yeah, he used Doug Peterson's. Okay. Yes. It wasn't upper body and it wasn't middle body. It was definitely stock it was up, below the knee. Stock up Joshua Perkins. Stock up Joshua Perkins. Do you think right. they'll keep four tight ends and keep Will Ty? I do not. Mm, it's possible. Of course it's possible, but <laughs> You are right, though, about the... Uh, I, I feel like every single time where the athlete reacts that way, it is, you know, you obviously look at it and you say, well, it must be bad. And it always is. Yes. I, feel, I mean, I don't remember. I'm trying to think of like an exception here where a guy's just right. distraught with the injury and then you find out two days later, oh, it was right. just a, I don't know. It doesn't the really only seem one, to happen. Yeah, the only one I can think of was Avante Maddox in the Saints game last year. Do you okay. remember that? Oh, Down that's there. right. It you're right. Like, it looked like he tore his yes. Achilles. Yeah, you're right. You know, and it was bad and players were coming over. You're right. And then like... I remember that. <laughs> and two days later, right. we saw him walking out. He's like, yeah. yeah. That was <laughs> a good one. Right. That's, a, that's a good good memory. But otherwise, Camus went down, but it wasn't he wasn't quite as distraught as some of the, you know it wasn't no. it wasn't like Marlon Jackson or Paul Warlow in the uh, in the bubble exactly yeah or Jeremy Macklin during yeah during right. first day of training camp I believe when or first weekend of training camp right when he knew right away he knew right away and forced Chip to uh, to keep Riley Cooper and help Riley Cooper get paid that's right. Uh, so, uh, also Zach Brown left practice at one point, but I saw him in the locker room afterwards. It looked like he was walking around. Okay. So who knows? But, uh, I don't know. Why don't you tell me about what you saw from, from sure. the Eagles offense? didn't see the best performance from Carson Wentz. Okay. Uh, I think that's a fair way to say it. Made some decent throws, but I think the ball hit the ground too much or more than you would want. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, I would say that would be my biggest takeaway. Yeah. Is, like is the, that you uh, spent most of your time watching the Eagles offense? Yes. Shield? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that the Ravens secondary, for the most part, there were some exceptions, had their way, I thought, with the Eagles passing game. I mean, the Eagles weren't completing like two balls in a row during any sure. drill. It felt like there was one uh, deep ball to Alshon Jeffrey that they hit. Uh, and then there was a Mac Hollins had a nice route yep. on uh, he ran a little slant in the red zone, but they did a lot of like from the ten in, and that was almost all Ravens winning those battles. And then uh, even the other team drills. That Ravens secondary might end up being the best in the NFL. It's deep and talented, so it's a very good group, better than the one the Eagles are going up against every day. But uh, yeah, so I thought I, I came in wanting to see how the Eagles receivers and passing game. Uh, matched up with those guys, and I thought the Ravens definitely had the better day there. Yeah, and 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 to your point, it shows kind of the difference between completely non-contact practices and when there's allowed some contact. Mm-hmm. You, you usually think about the line of scrimmage or a running back being tackled, but there were like plays, uh, say passes to Nelson Aguilar that he thought they were catches, and then like Marlon Humphrey would come in and yeah, just knock right. it out. Right. Same thing with Alshon Jeffrey. So it's like it's it's not a passing camp when you're allowed I to... saw one play from the corner where it was the same thing with Deshaun. He looked like he caught the ball, and yes. then it was knocked out right it's, as he was coming down with it. Exactly. Yeah. So like the, the, the Ravens secondary played like the Ravens secondary, you know? There's that... What's the expression, play like a Raven? You know, they were playing like Ravens today. 
Have you heard that expression? Well, no, I haven't, but you're quoting The Raven Nevermore. <laughs> All right. I, was, I, I think so. I was quoting Rex Ryan. You were quoting Edgar Allan Poe. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, you're right. They did. They, they, they had those late pass breakups yes. where you look at it and you're like, okay, big play for the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles' defense does not do that no. very well. Yeah, no, next thing you know, the yeah. ball's on the ground. There was a lot of sort of, uh, I felt like, Eagles receivers looking at the ref for stuff. Yeah, Nelson especially. Yeah, yeah. Nelson, I well, saw. Well, the Ravens are Jeffrey, known for being a little bit more physical. Right, well, that's like good. Like the Seahawks, yeah. Yeah, uh, so that was a big takeaway, I guess. But that's what's going to happen in games. Right. So, Well, and also, I mean, this is interesting. I mean, are you under the presumption that Carson Wentz is not going to play on Thursday night? Yes. As am I. Uh, and so these, I mean, these two days are probably the best work he's going to get until the exactly. regular season, I think that's right? the point right now. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, I think you're right. That's the point. And even if, even if the Eagles wanted him to maybe play or Carson was angling to play, I mean, think about it. Like, there's going to be no Brandon Brooks. There's going to be no Lane Johnson. Why does Jason Kelsey need to play? Why does Jason Peters need to play? So, in turn, why should Carson You're Wentz right. be out there with uh, a not n- number one off- offensive line? And that's the trend elsewhere in the NFL this year, too. As, our as you've written about. Re- yeah. As our national reporter could could <laughs> confirm for us. Right. Uh, but this, uh, a few lineup things that, sure. that, that, that we should say. Hit us up. Uh, Josh McCown was working with the twos today. Okay. I asked Mike Rowe about it, and Mike was like, well, we only had two groups. And I was like, yeah, but you didn't have to practice right. him. Like, right. Like, it shows, is is he at the point where he knows the offense? And and Mike Well, now like, we should re, re- – I mean, obviously, Nate Sudfeld is still not practicing. Yes. So he's above Kessler and Thorson, theoretically. Yeah, right? they were but both out there. should be. Yes. But. but in yesterday's practice, Thorson was, was getting to work with the twos. Okay. And you saw McCown um, get some work there. And uh, – Mike Rowe gave the standard answer. You know, he's 40 years old. He's been, he has experience in this league. And then uh, Jimmy Kemsky brought up the fact that he was making changes at the line of scrimmage, like on his second day, were you surprised right. to see that? And Mike Rowe really didn't play ball with that one either. Mm. But, uh, but that was a, a lineup thing. Corey Clement was getting a lot of work with the yes. ones today. Mm. Uh, so At whose expense? A little bit of Jordan Howard, a little bit of Miles Sanders. They okay. were mixing him in. It was okay. like a three. Right, right. Yeah. What about Sproles? No, Sproles wasn't getting a lot of work. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah. It was a single play with Sproles. Uh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe seven there on was sevens. that I missed. Yeah, them. I saw him in seven on sevens, but, but <laughs> okay. not in team. And then I wrote about this in practice observations yesterday, but it was more noticeable today. Stefan Wisniewski is playing right guard now. He's not playing right. center like he did the first three weeks here. Uh, as, as you've pointed out very well in, in your practice reports that – he has had trouble snapping. Right. Uh, I asked Mike Rowe about this change as well, and Mike said they were they were down some bodies uh, on the offensive line, so you know they they mix not match. true. And so then I Mike. said, well, this happened yesterday too. Right. And he's like, well, you know, he has versatility, so he we like to look at him at guard and center. I think this is a clear thing where they don't trust his snapping, and they want to see if Nate Herbig can fill that role. Nate Herbig, as you pointed out, uh, did not play center until. Until what, two weeks ago? Correct. Yeah, and now he's the second team center out there. This is a guy who could potentially be a, an, an undrafted player you keep as, as a center you groom. He could make the 53-man roster if they, if they cut Wisniewski loose. Now, the one thing I will say is that, for all intents and purposes, Isaac Ciamalo is the backup center. Exactly. So what I think actually affects Wisniewski's possible presence on the roster more 
is the emergence of Halapulavati Vaitai as exactly. a as a playable guard on both sides. And if he if he is that, and if Brooks is healthy week one, then they don't really need to keep Wisniewski. It always strikes me uh, with these answers this time of year, where like the coaches. Like it, they act like we can't see. Yeah, they act like, like we're not like <laughs> watching practice. Like right. we're just like we don't have there. the receipts of what of yeah. what's been going on. Like in practice standing there waiting long. to talk yeah. to them and like nothing that happened right. previously right. is apparent. But you're absolutely right, uh, Vitai. Uh, unless you trade Vitai, which I guess we've acknowledged that possibility, but we're not expecting it. Then I, I certainly think Wisniewski's expendable. Number one, and, and number two, you look at the salaries because. That that matters. He's only guaranteed, I think, what two hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. So you're not really on the hook if if you and you already have the information from the spring that no other teams really signed him. So if you if you do let him go, there's a likelihood you would be able to bring him back. Well, sure, I, brought up a good point. Yeah, I gotta give, we gotta give a shout out to our uh, athletic Ravens writer in the other room there, Jeff Zrebeck, who wrote in his uh, in his piece this morning. You know, this was this was actually a great idea. We should have done yeah. this. Where before a joint practice, you outline players on the other team who maybe your team will want to trade for oh, afterwards. Okay, um, he didn't exactly do that, but he did mention this, and, <laughs> and he said, uh, you know, Stefan Wisniewski because there they have some issues at guard, and actually I think they're one okay. guard Illuminor. I forgot I don't know how you pronounce it, but their left guard uh, he left practice today, so now they have even a bigger need. That's at why guard they call him the left guard than they did uh, earlier today. So maybe that's uh, maybe we, we saw you know how he gave. Uh, Ozzy Newsome, a little hug. I know he yeah. doesn't have a uh, yeah. official. But DaCosta was there, too. He was there, too. So and it was interesting. DaCosta did the, he did the move where he was watching the Eagles warm up. He right. Yeah, no, this is good. Like you, 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 <laughs> yeah. One of these uh, Ravens is going to end up on like the Eagles practice squad or yeah. something like that, just based off of these two days of practice. But that's the famous, is it Ernie Adams? Yeah, in, in New England, where Ernie Adams is watching the other teams warm up before games. He's known mm-hmm. for this. To try to pick up like okay. certain things yeah. that he that he tells Belichick. You guys should start doing that. Get down <laughs> there on the watch. field. Mm-hmm. Like I was. Ball. I actually took a little bit of time because I wanted to watch yeah. old man Hayden Hurst okay. limp around, and uh, you know he was limping. We should tell our our, our listeners when when Bo and I were were divvying up what to watch. Bo wanted <laughs> to watch the Ravens' offense, not to see Lamar Jackson, not to see like how the Eagles' defense. But he's like, I want to make Hayden Hurst jokes. We met a reader. The Ravens are basically running <laughs> Hayden Hurst High School offense. <laughs> we, we met a reader. Uh, you know, I wouldn't call him old, but he was like older than our age group, and he made some reference. You know, he was asking about the athletic, and he said something like, "You know, older guys like me." And Bo actually responded, <laughs> "You're no Hayden Hurst." This it's guy had just kept talking. He had no idea. I mean, he, Bo obviously did it for my benefit. 100%. Muttered That's under an his accurate breath. story. You're no uh, Hayden Hurst. Now, you guys didn't do uh, this is the first time talking about Josh McCown, right? Yes, we, yes. Podcast, we have not yet. We actually, that's true. We have not. We graded the move. We yes. graded the move, but you didn't uh, we I, verbalize it. I would like to it. give you my, my first Josh McCown take before you get into it. Okay. Everybody's talking about his mind. Everybody's talking about how nice his hair is. Oh, no, that wasn't mine. His hair is is he's got a young man's hair on an old he, he's too old to have that hair. All right, you need to compliment three I need three compliments of people in the football world cuz Kingsbury's not handsome, McCown's hair. Pick out some people who are okay, handsome. Okay, Hayden Hurst is very talented for a 75-year-old man. <laughs> I was thinking more like something aesthetically pleasing. Oh, aesthetically pleasing? Yeah. 
Any, um, anyone out there have a Marlon Humphrey? Have a I nice think ear? the Eagles coaching staff has very good lettuce. Well, we've said that. before. We've said it before. Something okay, that's something fine. New. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, let me think about it. But right. This Josh McCown hair. He's got, he's got he's got like Backstreet Boys hair. What is he doing with? He's too old for that. Maybe he's going through a midlife crisis like me. Okay. If I could pull that off right now, I might. I think that would look weird. It's like a, like a Hassan Minaj. He's got that kind of hair, right? Yeah, but with the, with the blonde, it would look especially Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I wasn't referring to it being blonde. Okay. Josh McCown, give me your takes, then I'll give you my take. Uh, my take is that, and we talked about this a little bit in the, in the write-up on The Athletic, my first take is that this is, it is not a ringing endorsement of how the Eagles feel about Nate Sudfeld. I know that uh, the, the party line is that you know, they need some help obviously, for the first couple weeks of the season until Nate Sudfeld returns. But if they loved Nate Sudfeld, they would not have made this move, I think. Um, now, part of that is circumstance. They don't, maybe they didn't get the chance to love Nate Sudfeld because they only got to see him for the first half of one preseason game. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you're describing like a, uh, like a high school teenager who couldn't get the girl. He didn't get a chance to love. <laughs> it's well, very interesting. Here we are. Right to, uh, <laughs> um... And, you know, this is a team with Super Bowl aspirations. If it come, you know, if Carson Wentz suffers a, a minor injury that's going to leave him out for two games, maybe, uh, you know, Josh McCown is a difference between them thinking that they are in the running to be the number one seed in the NFC or, or not or something like that. And the truth is that Cody Kessler or Clayton Thorson would both be abject disasters in the regular season. I'm a little bit. I, I, to me, the, the headline is that is that they don't love Nate Sudfeld as much as they like to say. That's what I would say. You were knocking down my points though that I was about, I was about to make. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I, I think what what you said has a lot of merit. I was surprised. Well, I I would say I've been hammering the Eagles about this number two quarterback situation since the combine, really. And this is a move that I would have expected them to make in March. Right. I now think that that's you right. make it now, it looks reactionary. And so if you say, they can say this is not about Nate Sudfeld, but Doug did admit this is injury-related. You know, they, what Bo said is accurate, that if, if Nate Sudfeld's not ready for the first month of the season, a loss in September counts the same as a loss in, in, in December. If Carson Wentz went down against Washington, he's out for three or four weeks, there's a chance you're 0-4, you know, if you have Cody Kessler and, or you have Clayton Thorson. I think it's pretty clear those guys have have, have certain deficiencies, and, and you're not ready to win games with them. Uh, with Josh McCown, I, I think there's a chance he can win games. Now, Doug didn't say that Josh McCown's their, their number two going forward. You can look at the salary and say they're not paying him that, not right. to be the number two. But the reality is it takes a certain amount of money to get Josh McCown out of bed. Like He's, he's not coming out of retirement for the league minimum. You, you need to pay him to come. And if that's what you're paying for the insurance of a month, and then all the residual benefits, I keep hearing how great he's going to be in the locker room, how great he's going to be for Carson Wentz. I think that's a price they were willing to pay. So my understanding is that they're they're not down on Nate Sudfeld, but I do think it's fair to say they didn't get enough of a look at, at Nate Sudfeld, number one. And number two, they really need to protect themselves in the first month of the year. Yeah, I mean, I think it, that, that semantics a little bit. I mean, Sudfeld's been here for what two full years, right? right? Sure. I mean, if you don't know what, you, if you don't have an opinion of him now, if it you just don't feels know, like now it, you know. I mean, we've you know we we I think we said this in like a spring 
or maybe it was even a, a training camp podcast where it was like, you know, what's your opinion of Nate Sudfeld? And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't really, yeah, I don't, I never leave a practice thinking, wow, this guy lit it up and, you know, they're in good shape. Like there are a couple things he does well, but I don't see like consistent performance out of that second team offense. And so, yeah, I think it's either, you know, it's one or, of two things or maybe both of those two things combined that, you know, how long is he going to be out? If it were just two games and you were confident about it and you really liked Sudfeld as a backup, then maybe you don't make the move. Because, you know, if Wentz gets injured week one, then, I don't know, maybe you can get... I, I guess it would be tough to then bring McCown in just to play. So uh, that part is true. But, um, yeah, and then we'll see how long he is out. But, man, what a turn his sort of... Um, several months have taken right i mean before yeah before it was like wow he's solid backup maybe he'll have to play maybe someone will want him as a you know starter man as far-fetched as that might have been uh after the season and now it's like you know yeah he's not gonna see the field unless Wentz and mccown go down i think well i was in the opinion that i was of the opinion they should have been aggressive in the tyrod taylor market in the blake bortles market you know uh players like blake bortles Blake Bortles was in the AFC Championship game. Through, no, through no help of his own. <laughs> I think you can get worse backup quarterbacks than Blake Bortles. Yeah, Cody Kessler, I guess. <laughs> my, my, interestingly enough, he got benched for Cody Kessler last year. Right. How was uh, Cody Kessler playing today, by the way? He got today? cleared. Oh, yeah. This yeah. quickly? Yeah, that's quick, yeah. right? It, it wasn't weird to me. concussion, I guess. Uh, I don't know. He's or or he, his, his, his baseline test was pretty, yeah, was pretty low. That's the old Peyton Manning thing. Right, right. Cheating on the baseline test. <laughs> right. Uh, but what I was, I was, I was, I was saying that if you bring in a guy like Taylor, a, a guy like Bortles, they want to be the unquestioned number two. And the Eagles were absolutely committed to giving Nate Sudfeld a chance to win the number two job. And I think that really affected their their market this offseason. Yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's a fine move. I have no issue with it. Like you said, we we know you know Wentz has had injuries and. McCown's not going to light it up, but you're looking for someone who can keep you afloat. Uh, he had a good 2017 season. Uh, obviously, he's never been a great quarterback, but I'm fine with the move. Just just look at the guys they've signed, though, since since camp started. Orlando Skandrick, Jonathan Cyprian, Josh McCown, like they are. They're loading up on old guys. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I mean, all those guys may not make the roster, but. Well, yeah, I think we feel confident two of them will. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, McCown and Cyprian. Yeah, I think and probably so. And then has a shot. He's got a shot. In my list of notes here, two things that we've already touched on, so I better get to them. One was that uh, I felt you guys really overreacted on Clayton Thorson's performance in the. I think you're right. Uh, second. Well, you shouldn't say you guys. It's just me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I was, Bob was on board too. Well, I was on board with him. Don't let him off the I was on board with him making the roster as a yeah. short term. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you're right. He was not that good. He was just better. And just to be clear, but you're also you're also like. Rooted in anti. No, this is what I wanted to say. This is like my Dallas Goddard take. It's not Clayton Thorson's fault. I have nothing against him. It's the team's fault for Mm -hmm. wasting that pick. Now, having said that, Clayton Thorson threw two dimes in the red zone drill today. I heard that. You guys can get bad. Like, like you don't have to see them once in a few weeks in May and then be like, all right, that's who they are. Uh, Maybe, maybe according to you. I need one practice. I come to one practice and I draw. I like to cement my my opinions. Uh, based he, off he, one. He threw a fade to uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. That was beautiful. You know, it's then, funny. I saw the catch yeah. because I was on the other field Great and I didn't throw. see who threw it, but it looked like a beautiful and throw. And then uh, he hit uh, Mark and Michelle. Mark and Michelle on a little out there uh, in the end zone. So that was good. Another thing I, I had here in my notes, which you guys already touched on, uh, are, you, are you guys getting paid per, like, Nate Herbig mentioned? 
Is there some kind of sponsorship deal? Why? A lot of Nate Herbig talk. I mean, my gosh. From the pod the other night? Every he lead, might make the roster. Every lead segment is Nate. Did you see the thing of him coming up lame? He was like, I've never seen someone look more tired. It was really funny. Let's <laughs> uh, just ease up on the Nate Herbig talk. Okay. Okay. Bo is... I'm giving you my uh, my notes. Bo's done a great job cornering the... Bo looks offended the by the... I have, a long, I have a long history of focusing on the on the third-team offensive lineman in training camp. Okay. That's I'm not going to knock that brand, and I like that story you wrote. Too. That was a good story. Yeah. Three, um, he's the baby face, right? Three. He's the baby face. Okay, the youngest right. guy on the roster. Three uh, coaches I've identified as attractive. Okay. As, as we've got. <laughs> okay. John Harbaugh. Good looking man. Yeah, I would. Okay. Mike Vrabel. Good looking guy. Yeah, more your type. Uh, well, now these are guys who, who <laughs> these are guys who we haven't already established as attractive, like Frank Reich. Okay. Obviously. And I think Mike Tomlin's a good looking fellow. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. AFC, uh, it looks to me, just down the line, more attractive head coaches than the, than the NFC. Uh, and, then, and then the last thing to get to... Although, what does Matt LaFleur look like? I don't have a picture of him in my mind. I, I tell you what Matt LaFleur looks like, but like, I, I don't want to be involved in this game where I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm judging the attractiveness of coaches. Okay. But he's, uh, he's, a, he's a young-looking coach. He's in the... Like the, let me pull him up. The Kyle Shanahan would, mm. would, would be my comparison. So like, he's... A, is Ky- he, he's a got Kyle Shanahan with scruff, maybe. Product in the hair, probably? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, short hair, scruff. Well, he's yeah. from the McVeigh school, so he must. Yeah. Oh, okay. He looks like he looks like he looks like golfer Cameron Tringali. That's what I'm gonna. That's that's gonna hit like two people right where. Yeah, not me, and I'm not one of them. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing, Zach. He, how did you let him go on his thing about throwing a touchdown in an NFL game? I mean, come on. <laughs> no <laughs> chance he would throw a touchdown. He's the host. First of all, is your one chance would you would have to get rid of the ball in under one second, basically. Okay. Yes, that's true. So your your chance would be to be in shotgun, take the snap from within ten yards, and throw up basically a hail mary. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a chance someone comes down to it with it. I think. Two I mean, things. you said you could throw multiple touchdowns, which no way. And also, you like pushed back. Uh, Zach's looking at his watch. No, no, no. no, no, I, no, no, no I think this is. I think this is a classic example. And you said you could throw it from what thirty yards out would be your best. Chance? Well, I I don't think that I could do it in the red zone. It's too congested. It's too difficult. It needs to be a complete surprise. This is going to have nothing to do with your throw if you complete a touchdown pass. Yeah, I agree. That's why it has to be like run, 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 and then one time we catch them off guard. No. I would give yourself more credit. No, there's no chance. I think this is a classic. That was absurd. I think this is a classic example of, of what happens uh, when there's unchecked power. I think uh, Zach uh, refusing to give me resistance on this allowed me to keep pushing it further that and further. Was, yeah, maybe. I think it was really more of a a, uh, a history lesson than any, than anything else. I was doing a a radio show back in college with 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 Nick Wright, who's on TV now. And I and we would get critiques after the show. And I remember the first show I did with him. The critique was, "You're allowed to disagree with the host." <laughs> he was like, he would say, like, "That's a good point, but you know." Yeah. So, so 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 like, no, give it right back to him. And I, so yeah. this is like 15 years later, and I still haven't uh, applied. That I against. think I was one of many people yelling at my phone during that uh, segment as it went on and on. As so, Coach Flynn said, yeah. I probably underrated the uh, difficulty of doing it with pads on. Coach Flynn had a fantastic tweet storm at like 6 in the morning about this. Should I read it? Go for it. He has said he's always on the record. Uh, He said 30... Tweet storm or text storm? Uh, Text storm, sorry. 
There's zero shot you'd throw a TD pass, and you wouldn't complete a non-screen pass longer than five yards. Completion percentage on non-screens, 0%. Better chance, uh, 30 yards in equipment, better chance to do a 360 dunk. Division, this is all like no responses. Division, <laughs> Division 4 athlete does not complete pass in an NFL game. You would struggle to complete the practice warm-up. Probably all correct, yeah, I'm all sure. Correct. Okay. As I said, I'm, I'm putting this on Zach's shoulders. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, from 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 what I hear about Bo's athletic exploits, yeah, it's bubble ball's and, a little different. And then I I read the article, different. the Josh Zide article, yeah. um, that uh, I have, I have an interesting thing to tell you afterwards about that. Uh, afterwards, uh, okay. There is no afterwards yeah. here. But we're not always on the record. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's absolutely. The whole point. Um, but. <laughs> In any event, uh, <laughs> okay. uh, you seem like a very good athlete, so I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna say you'll complete a pass. Okay, those were the things I had to get mm-hmm. on my chest, off my chest, off your chest. How about the? I didn't get to watch any of Lamar Jackson today. Yeah, well, we didn't hear about the defense. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what about the Eagles. The Eagles defense against the Ravens offense. This is not uh, a good venue to judge that offense, obviously, because right, you know they run game. It's all runs, and they ran the ball like eighty percent of the time today. Okay. That said. I mean, and this is not the way to judge Lamar Jackson, but I mean, he cannot throw the ball. Oh, really? Not he cannot throw the ball, but he like. So you're not buying stock. But I'm not saying I'm not buying stock because who knows what their offense is going to look like. But like the the few times he had to throw the ball today, it was ugly. Uh, Was Mark Andrews his top target? Uh, actually, Michael Floyd was the top target. All right, former uh, first round pick. And some guy named some number ten, some guy named Moore. Chris Moore is that his name? Okay, yeah. Um, there was one point where Hayden Hurst split out wide by himself, and I just assumed that that was you know dementia taking over. There's no way they're putting him <laughs> on an island. Um, well, Miles Boykin was injured, right? I mean, I don't know these things. You You're the national guy. You tell you me. You were watching their pool practice. Yeah, but I don't have a list of who should be out there. Boykin catch a ball. How, no. about, how about Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown? Was he even out there? <laughs> Is he still injured? Okay, first of all, it was the tough. It was the tough angle today. Where it was the yeah, second field, they were that. they I were on that. the far field, and they were. I mean, they were running every time. There was like yeah. there was nothing to judge. Okay, well that's uh, disappointing. Why are the quarterbacks in black for them? Yeah, you know? with just no number. That doesn't. Seem no, it's correct. a purple number. Oh, it's black. It's oh. a black jersey, purple number. Oh, that's dumb. Or at yeah. least I saw Trace McSorley. I mean, well, Trace McSorley was like involved in kickoff coverage. Yeah, but he, right? that's how they're they're using him as like a, right. a Taysom Hill type. Mm. Bo's favorite. Yeah, that's yeah. take take <laughs> Drew Brees off the field. Taysom Hill Taysom lit Hill. it up last night. Good I for, didn't watch the game. I, I just saw the highlights. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but he was lighting it up. I, and I, I saw a headline no this morning. No one is more made for preseason than Taysom. As I was, as, as I was going through, for Alex Magoo. As I was going through clips today, I, I saw quarterback controversy or backup quarterback controversy in mm. New Orleans. Teddy Bridgewater okay, versus Taysom Hill. Can't throw the ball. Oh, yeah. Um, National writer can pursue that one. If yeah, you want. yeah. Someone should trade for Teddy Bridgewater then. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. I, I like Teddy. Um. Otherwise, Ronald Darby was uh, in 11-on-11s, but not for very often, not for very much. I think it was Spoke like to Ronald Darby. At, I have a funny uh, story to share. Okay. I'm curious how, how, how you guys would handle okay. this, okay? And I could talk about it because it was on the record, all right? Yeah. So I'm talking to Darby um, about his, his, his recovery, uh, and he judges his speed by miles per hour, and his, his max speed is 23 miles per hour. Same. Uh, and he's at like 22 now, and so he's he's close. And Avante Maddox comes into the conversation and is like, "Oh, I, I, I can get faster than 23." And then Darby's like, "No, you can't." And Avante says to me, "Who do you think's faster, him or me?" 
All right. How do you respond to this? All right. So, so you, you cover both these guys. I just have to go based on honesty here. I think and, you have to say that Darby had a faster you, 40 time. I'm saying. No, I just say what you think. Yeah. So I, I said I have to go Ronald. And Avante's like, don't ever try to get an interview with me again. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I assume he was, he was messing, but he was <laughs> like, funny. he like stormed off. And, and, and Darby didn't give me like, oh, the, like give you, uh, Darby wasn't like, thanks, man. You know, oh, you know you're my guy now. Darby was just like, all right, what do you got? <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> like, yeah, like, like, what else you got? But uh, yeah, so I, I, I think you I went Darby there. facts on your favor, to your favor. And said, but uh, Maddox had a great 40 as well. Yeah. Maddox was like a 4-3-8-40. Uh, okay. So I, I, we need to look up what Darby was. But 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 Darby, to his credit, was was like a a champion sprinter when right. he was in high school. He went out the the, the Tokyo uh, yes. for a track and field. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, that's so. true. That would have been funny if you were all laughing <laughs> and you're like you're like I gotta go, Vata. You're always injured. And you go for like a high five and you just like stop <laughs> And Darby's yeah, just yeah. Darby's like, see, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you didn't but that. no, I was I was I was joking with someone. I was like, well, I already had the interview with Darby, so it's like a, a bird in the hand is better than a bird in the mm-hmm. bush, right? That's a. I was trying to make a bird joke. I'm sorry. That didn't that go over well. <laughs> but Listen, yeah, so, I'm not the audience. So if he, so uh, in any event, Darby's progressing. Week one is still the goal. He's one mile per hour away from his target. Boom. Okay. That's, That's the good. succinct. That's why I would have answered this on my former podcast. I wouldn't have given the whole story. And he's going to take off this this big brace at some point, right? Yeah, him and McLeod are like brace buddies. Yeah. Um, oh, I like. That. I don't know when that's coming. I'd watch it's that like, movie. It's like, it's like uh, seventh grade. The two kids who get braces first. Yeah, yeah. They're braces buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Mine came before. So I yeah. Mine was in sixth grade. Oh really? Yeah. I think I was an early one as well. Yeah. I think mine were maybe eighth grade. Riveting. Seventh, seventh eighth. Ah, that's yeah. that's tough. Later on is the worst. Mm. You want to get them off before high school. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. So maybe yeah. it was. Maybe I got. The, yeah, I did get them off before high school. And you know, you do that thing where you like extend your mouth when you first get them. Like, yeah, it feels so weird. The, the listeners yeah, can really see you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah. it feels yeah. weird. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's like when they poke at your gums and they bleed, and then they yell right. at you. <laughs> well, take a sharp object to your gums, see what happens. Well, uh, Shield's very anti-dentite. If you didn't know that, you're an anti-dentite. Well, Tim Watley will be upset. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he's, he's, it's one of his, I think, strongest opinions. Mm. Yeah, I don't know uh, otherwise, that. not too many notes from the Eagles defense. With Zach Brown out, um, Alex Singleton was getting some reps with the ones in, in the base defense. Although, although, I mean, they did have to play more base today than normal because of the Ravens, uh, you know, archaic personnel. Uh, other, you know, they also use a fullback, their, too. Their, I think their, that's, their concussion think that's uncle offense. Um, I like it, by the way. I like that they're doing something. Oh, I'm excited to see it in action. But it's not good. It's not good in practice because it's not live, and so like, there's not there's not a lot of judgment to be made. I would agree with that. Um, that was I think that was about it. Miles Sanders afterwards described practice as like a high school practice because there was no music and it was like it was so hot. I didn't notice that it was so hot outside. So that's all. Okay, it's a good observation. It's just it's an eavesdrop. Oh, he 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 didn't say that. In he like didn't an say it to me. Yeah, he he just, just said it out loud. He said it to someone else. Yeah. And you, okay. Oh, I forgot the best highlight. I count that as on the record, right? They know they they know that people are listening. I don't know. I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, it depends on the nature of yeah. the, it. Depends on the that, that, but I don't. I don't think he's going to be uh, upset. About but I'll that. I'll say this: like uh, players from the South have this like certain pride about like uh, the heat in the South, and and they'll say nothing compares to that. I it's right. always been a thing. 
and Nelson Aguilar was like, "Yeah, this was a Tampa practice," oh. and Ronald Darby was like, "Yeah, this was a Tal- uh, this was a Tallahassee practice." Right. I didn't get to talk to Fletcher about Yazoo City, but I would imagine this is a Yazoo City practice. Well, he wasn't really practicing, so no, but he was he was still sweating a bit. Yeah, I know that's right. Best part of practice, hanging out with uh, Zebram on the sideline, <laughs> former NFL college storied head coach, assistant on Super Bowl teams, right? Yes, Giant correct. Giants. Well, I've been waiting for this. I wanted Moses to ask you about it. he's on over. One Al Grow comes over, extends his hands. His hand. Hey, Zach. <laughs> you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. Do you love football today? <laughs> Is that a football guy or Can, what? Do you mind writing that up for the observations for us? <laughs> you heard yeah. me. Just go with it. <laughs> nah, you don't have to. You don't have to I would like to add that to the observations. Yeah, that was outstanding. That's great. I wanted to ask you about that because I didn't know if it was here today, but I saw it was in. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it was. It was, yeah. it was great seeing Al. I have a lot of respect for him, so it was. It was nice seeing him. Do you want to tell tell but, people about your background? I I covered him for two years at the University of Virginia. When I was a beat writer uh, for the Washington Post, and he was the uh, head coach in his last two years there, and I learned a lot about football. Uh, I covered teams with a lot of talent, but. I would I would say they underachieved. I think that's fair to say. Mm. And, to his face, would you so say? Yeah, that? you're not saying that to his face tomorrow. No, I I, I would say they're, they're teams. I, I mean, it shows so you, you the. Said, do you love football today? And you said your team's underachieved. <laughs> no, it, I'll, I'll I'll say this. It shows you the importance of of, of quarterback because okay. he could never get that position. They had a lot of talent around him, but but they could never get the quarterback, and that was their undoing uh, in in both those years, in my opinion. Um, but. I kind of whiffed at, so I'm talking to Mike Grow after practice, interviewing Mike Grow, I, I should say, and I'm asking him about Brett. Is it is it Toth? Toth? I think it's Toth. Toth. We actually had a we had yeah. a dear listener Rob Toth uh, emailed and said that he thinks it's Toth. Okay, Toth. Hmm. I'm I'm asking about Brett Toth, and I uh, and he's he's really not giving much like. Right. And I, I give this question that's going to look horrible in the transcript, okay? Uh, because oh, so this was during the press conference. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't a press conference. It was off the field. Oh, oh, oh. And so there was like three of us, but they were transcribing it for everyone else. Okay. And I was going to say, you know the service academies. What, what, uh, can ha- what being from the service academy can help right. him in this transition? And he was like, you know, we're trying to prepare for the Ravens. Like, this isn't this – isn't. but – his parents met at West Point. Like, okay, so I was like, I thought, Chip, I said would, him, Chip would have given you some lip service. Yeah, so I, I I went up to him afterwards, and I'm like, like Mike, like your parents <laughs> met at West Point. I thought you could give me some color about like the you know the uh, uh, what they have that you know right. the discipline you have or, or something like that. But it was just like a stiff arm. The That's answer. Very funny. What are and, the, uh... and the only reason I fr- I phrased it like that. Right. Because, because you know. Yeah, yeah, but I, I didn't want to – it'd be weird if I – if in the transcript it said, yeah. like, your parents met at West Point, you know? Yeah, because no other reporter knows that. No, and I think <laughs> someone would see that. Someone would see that and be like, like, like what the who, who is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. John Gonzalez once he once put out a tweet like like I think Z Berm has has coordinates on wherever Chip Kelly goes because I I asked Chip a question one time like you were at such and such game one time and you saw them and and Chip was it, no he was at a practice he was at Mark Sanchez's high school practice 
recruiting. Oh yeah, of course, as we all know, Sanchez's backup quarterback. Oh, yeah. yeah, who who yeah who who he was recruiting to New Hampshire. And so I brought this up, and like Chip was like. Mortified Yeah, so I mean it sounds from your story like Mike Grow just doesn't know who this guy is. <laughs> no. Or or like or or that he forgot his parents uh, met at West. No, no, no. Like, it was tooth, what? No, it was like I, I think it was more like I'm not gonna gaze up this guy we just signed, okay. you know. But clearly I'm doing. Uh, I'm. I'm. I was working on a story that, yeah. like, I just wanted. I didn't want you to size up like how he is as a blocker. I just wanted yeah. you to talk about coming from West Point. To, okay. Yeah. I liked how you said "gas up." Yeah, yeah. gas. You went yeah, through the Z like as an arrow. Gas up is that? I'm, I'm trying to gas. not speak with such a Philadelphia accent either. <laughs> in my yeah, so okay. gas up, gas, uh, ass. gas up. Yeah, I say gas, right. gas. Like if, if you're going to fill your car up, what do you get? Gas. I say gas. Huh. Yeah. What is that? Z? Huh? No, like is it because of the Z or the Z berm? No, I, I think it's the air. But no, but but you're still you're giving it a Z at the end. So it should be gas like that. <laughs> yeah. How would you? What like? What would you say? I gotta get gas. But say you were calling someone an a hole. How would you pronounce the the s part of that? Oh, I I would say that differently. Okay. Well, Are we allowed to say, say it on the it podcast? Rhymes with gas. Okay. Ass and gas. Okay. Sorry, those of you listening with your kids. Yes. We're talking about donkeys. Okay. But but yeah, I thought that was and 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 someone's gonna get the transcript later who wasn't here, right. and it says your name next to the question, so it's gonna be like it's gonna be the person who also had knew that information, like uh, yeah. he scooped me. Yeah. That's like when I asked my girl, "How you doing?" For the spring, oh, that's that, right, that's that right. Transcript, okay. yes, that's <laughs> that right. That was yeah. good. All right, where were we? Uh, any other thoughts on practice? What about uh, you, national guy? You're the one who's. Uh, I like I out. like seeing the the who's who's saying hi to who at the end. Okay, it was a nice Deshaun Jackson John Harbaugh embrace there. I wonder what the point of that is. Yeah, I don't know. Did Har did Harbaugh coach? Uh, I don't think so. Did, Wait, Sha- did Har- John Harbaugh coach Deshaun Jackson? Oh uh, yeah, he did, right? Yeah. Um, would, if so, would have only yeah. been one. Harbaugh, year. Oh. well, no, Harbaugh took that job in the summer of 2008. So Deshaun was drafted in 2009, right? Oh. So no, they didn't. Oh, I don't know. Deshaun, I think, was drafted in 08. In 08? Yeah. But, but that was Harbaugh's first year. That's how yeah. I moved from Baltimore to Philly. Yeah, Before Harbaugh, Harbaugh that was, over. Yeah. It was... Yeah, it was, no. it was 2008. Was, was, I don't was know. Harbaugh's they knew year. each other somehow. Okay. Maybe, maybe they went... Maybe, well, they, I mean, Baltimore, Washington, they probably went to the same clubs together. Maybe. When Deshaun was in D.C. Uh, Miles Sanders and Trace McSorley had a little combo presser there. Yeah, college teammates. College teammates. You're a Penn State guy, so you. Yeah, yeah. yeah did, you, did you give him the old uh, handshake? Secret say, handshake. I love you guys. I'm a big Penn State fan. I I apologize for everything we've ever done. Former Eagles uh, running backs coach Ted Williams and uh, what's David Cully now? Quarterbacks coach for the Ravens. He's like senior Passing offensive game coordinator. Yeah. Or something? Okay, that's a good okay. one. Yeah, I always enjoy seeing a Ted Williams. I uh, love a Ted Williams. Okay, great hitter. Uh, this <laughs> this was a, a one you would probably be jealous of, Bo, because I saw this in the hallway. Hayden Hurst and One, Ted Williams. They played Joe together. Callahan. Yeah. Right? That's his name? And yep. Martin Frank? And Greg Ward. Greg Ward. Oh. And yeah. it was like... Uh, I saw that, actually. Yeah. It was a fun... Greg thing. Ward said he hurt his thumb. Oh. I didn't, I didn't get that far. It was very much small talk when I was uh, walking by. How you doing? Good. Making plays? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Callahan's making plays? 
No, Greg Ward. Okay. He's what was Callahan doing, Ward. by the way, by like the Eagles? I, I saw that too. He, I think he was, he was going, he's going to the weight room. Saying hi to the like the support people, probably. Oh, that's nice. All right. yeah. I, I really respect that. Actually. No, I don't think he was yeah. doing. You think he was doing that? Did yes. you see him doing that? No. Like the people who oh, make the shade. I thought he was there. going in the weight room. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was going in the weight room. You say so. You always try to give. Yeah, but there's a side entrance. But there's a side entrance to the weight room. Say hi to G Ward first. Or or the people who make the shakes. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if he did that. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure that's what he was doing. Okay. Or, or maybe he wanted a shake. True. That's true. He's like, a, he's like Sud, that one that says Sudville. How about what he's having? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Th- those are my... Uh, uh, Andre Dillard, during one-on-ones, took a, took a rep at right tackle for the first time oh. all summer. Okay. Um, which, when I had asked Stout about that, during the uh, uh, assistant coach availability, he said, you know, we want a guy to master one position first yeah. before we, we start doing that. Now, he has not done this in any live drills or anything like that, but to me, it's more like, you know, they have to have him prepared in case it happens in a game. Like, if, if Brandon Brooks is not ready for week one, you're right. then Vitae is starting at right guard, and Dillard is going to have to be able to play right tackle if Lane Johnson gets hurt. Absolutely right. So. And this was another great Mike Rowe interaction today by the way because <laughs> Jimmy Kemsky absolutely nothing no Jimmy Kemsky was asking him about, about that right. and first Mike was confused and Mike's like I didn't watch one-on-ones and then Jimmy's like well why was he out there and, right. that, and then he's like well I assume we're just preparing him for that but right. it was it's 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 one of those that in person it, if, if you're transcribing it you're like all right there was like a miscommunication right but if that shows up in the transcript it's gonna be like what was going on with this <laughs> Q&A right here well is Dillard gonna be I mean, regardless of other injuries, is he just going to be the swing tackle on game days? Or is there going to be another tackle? Well, that's, well, the, that's think, the thing with Vitae. I think if Brooks is healthy, is playing right guard, and Lane Johnson suffers an injury, I think Vitae goes in at right tackle. Uh, should we give a, a Brooks okay. update, by the way? Oh, yes, we should. Yeah, so Brandon Brooks, who turns 30 today, by the way. Mm, exciting. Yeah. Um, he had an appointment last Wednesday. And it, it sounded in the locker room before that appointment that the expectation was that he was going to return to team drills this week. Exactly. And he's not cleared for team right. drills. So that um, is a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. Now, now, he didn't phrase it that way. He said this was always the plan. He's cleared to do individual stuff and he said the only difference he did do one-on-ones today yeah he has not yeah done yeah that. i'm sorry that's what he meant he, he was clear to do one-on-ones he has not done that and he said times. one-on-ones will allow him to gauge where his body's at okay. he said the only difference between doing one-on-ones and team stuff is there's no one around your yeah that your, makes sense. your legs but he said one-on-ones really shows where you're at he's still kind of shooting for week one still thinks there's enough time he says this is a pivotal week though he needs to see how his body responds after doing one-on-ones this mm. week that's good. That's helpful. Also, as you put in the observations yesterday, Ronald Darby now yep. dipping his toe into 11-on-11s and Nigel Bradham dipping his toe into 7-on-7. Seven seven. So I can't get a read on the Nigel things. Bradham situation. And I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Nigel's really not helping me out with it either. Like, I'm not getting much from Nigel. So Okay. Well, you yeah. listened to the podcast about his food culture with Tim Lopez, right? I haven't listened yet. Oh, okay. I will listen to that one. It was good. Mm. Uh, all right. Anything else? I loved the Deshaun Hall celebration during the game where <laughs> oh, he wasn't back. Where he just it. ran. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I think he's immediately become my favorite uh, player on the team. That was outstanding. That's good. That was that was very um, funny. 
I haven't heard much. Is Sharif Miller good? Like just watching the preseason. The game the other night was the first like, oh, time he's, he's ever done that. Exactly. Yeah. He looks like he'd be like a rotational TN, but yeah, first, I don't remember hearing that's, anything that's about that's him. That's the first time. time he has done a thing other than fight people. Okay. Well, got to start somewhere. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I feel like Matt, Matt Collins is like a lock to make the roster. Do you disagree? I've had him on. I think okay. the coaches and the front office really want him. They really want him on. But if you're going yeah. based on on what you see in practice and games, Greg Ward's been playing better. You can make an argument Mark and Michelle's playing better. But I think he's on. But I, I mean, what you say, like he has not yeah. he has not earned it on okay. the merit of his wide receiver play. But I mean, if he suffers another little nagging injury, yeah. Then how do you how do you keep him as the fifth receiver? Well, yeah, he looked. The bigger thing is that he's just the special teams. Special guy. teams, and then uh, yeah, he did have the one. He was going up against Brandon Carr, a starting yeah. caliber okay. corner today, and had a nice route for the touchdown. And then he did a little like half backpack, like he caught the touchdown. You know the backpack dance. Oh yeah. He just did like one swing and then ran back to the huddle. Okay. So I don't know if it's time to retire that or not, but I'll tell you what, that's huge in the uh, first and second grade. Yeah. Okay. Fortnite dances and the backpack dance. I thought at, at stand the stand around doing that all day long. Yeah, I'll, I will volunteer a uh, tangent here. Okay. I, I thought that was one of the more awkward. It's a big step mo- for you. I thought that was one of the more awkward moments of the Eagles parade was when <laughs> when Mac was like when, when when Mac went up to the mic and started dancing. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. All the so they called up Alshon, okay. but Alshon brought all the receivers with him. Okay. okay. All right. So it was like Alshon Nelson. Tory and, and, and Mac Collins, and then when they finished, Mac Collins like went up to the mic, and you you gotta look this up and okay. and, and watch it like shouted something into the mic, and then did his 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 his, his, his his backpack dance. But it's you're watching it, and you're like, come on, <laughs> like I, I know this is an exciting he probably day. Had, I mean, sure he had a few. Sure, but. You know, there's a, there should be a pecking order for the microphone, you know? Yeah, you're probably right. Well, we did say, I think, uh, after the parade on a podcast that it, it was, like, mostly I felt like disappointing speeches until Kelsey got up there. He really yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true, yeah. You know, that's your moment. I felt like, you know, people could have stepped up a little bit. But yeah, agreed. Uh, I don't think people are going to complain about I thought Lane and Chris Long were, yeah, yeah, Lane and Chris Long were... Yeah, that was a path. We're like entertaining at least. I didn't appreciate your shot at me about media obligations. The end of the last pie. You think I wouldn't make it all the way through? What did I? What did I? I don't even remember uh, the shot. About it. it's a different world. Zach knows all the media. Uh, oh yeah. I didn't know what's going on. I showed up to everything. You're the one who says you don't put in the effort. Well, I would. I, I was. You know, I was. Granted, I was. I, I was playing Zach up to your shit. No, Shields outstanding. I, I, I always ask Zach, like, when is this? Thing? I was playing yeah. your shtick. That, now you no. will learn now being in the seat next to Zach. You sure. Just lean on him. Shields, no, Shields outstanding. Just making sure you know I was listening. You know that was in good faith. You can't throw a shot at me at the end of a pod like that. Not I enjoyed sitting next to Rich at the game, by the way, too. That Handsome was good. Rich, yeah. Yeah. Ah, Rich is good. He's, a good, he's yeah. a good watch yeah. partner. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. Well, speaking yeah. of things that are big with first and You've never listened to Howard Stern before. That caught me off guard. I was shocked. Yeah, no, but, but now I'm like really into his interviews. Okay. So. Although they were, they were interesting to read. Like, you know, it's it's probably a different, different dynamic medium, to listen. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like reading a micro press tra- conference transcript. <laughs> well said. I, w- oh. I would watch the. Uh, you know, he had they would put his show on E. Yeah, but that? that was good. That it was used like to be eleven good. o'clock. Yeah, you know, listen, back in the day, I wasn't yeah. supposed to be doing it. No, I know that's right. <laughs> the the trick I would have, I don't know, maybe my Jerome Drenovich crowd will not, will. Have this one it. is a, is of my time. Maybe, okay, it's of your time. I would have like. 
you know the last channel button? Oh, oh the last yeah. channel button, of course. I like Sports Center on that bad boy. Sure. And, uh, you know, my mom usually can't sleep that well. But so when she would be walking down, I can hear her ankles always uh, cracked. Oh, go okay. back so, so I could hear, so then boom, one Not minute. so interesting. The stairs didn't make a noise? Uh, they did, but I always remember the crack because now when I walk down our stairs at home, my ankles always crack. Oh, nice. Is that, okay. Yeah, so. Okay. Like, but yeah, no, we would, uh, I mean, I'm not like a super fan, but I would watch that and then. Uh, that was my experience of Howard Stern as well. I yeah. didn't really listen much, but I used to watch the E shows. Well, Dave Moniz and I. On our way to uh, high school, we would listen to it, and then if we were early, we would just sit in the parking lot until we had to go inside because the uh, the interviews were so good or the nice. show was so good. We didn't want to go in until the last minute. I was listening to Angelo Cataldi back then, so on the way to school. We did, yeah, yeah, that was so. usually when I was in the car, uh, car with my dad. But yeah. Moniz wasn't a huge sports fan, so okay, yeah, okay, you know, I would appease him. Uh, I was going to say <laughs> that uh, back to the backpack dance. Speaking of things that are. Big with first and second graders. Okay. I think that uh, I think your oldest would have enjoyed the wedding this weekend yeah. that I went to in Indiana. Is it Harry Potter themed? A little cameo from Lil Nas X. Oh, showed up. He's uh, he's the guy who sings Country Road, he's, right? He's the guy who sings <laughs> Old Town Road. <laughs> Old Town Road. Wait, what did he, he was he showed up. He was at the wedding. He was a guest of the wedding, and then he performed Old Town Road. No. Yeah. Yes. Really? Yes. This is the guy who discovered him. The guy's wedding was the guy who discovered the, him. The guy, not, not discovered, but signed him signed to Columbia him. Records. He's, okay. he's, so they're, they're good friends. You uh, have a friend who signs people to Columbia Records? Yeah, you, want, you, want, you, think, you, got, you think you got a case? <laughs> I'm just shocked. You, you, yeah, you're, you have friends who do like really interesting yeah, things, well. and you're sitting here in a room with me. I, well, I know. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so it was fun. One guy opens a brewery. One guy signs little Nas X. Guy with the big hands in Chicago. Now the ve- the best part, <laughs> that's, he, that's was at, he was he was he was at the wedding. Oh, and this guy. story, this story is about him. Okay. Is about the guy with the big hands in Chicago. He was hanging out on before the wedding. He was in the uh, he was one of the groomsmen, and so the groomsmen were hanging out with uh, Lil Nas X and the and the guy who was his handler for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So it was not his normal handler. Uh, his manager, I guess, is somewhere else. And the deal is that Lil Nas X, and I told this story on uh, on Everybody Hits, but it, it's good enough that oh. I think it deserves a... Uh, the Gelbin Joy? I haven't he listened did. yet. Okay. And he fi- my buddy with the big hands finds out that, or he, he says, so what's the deal tomorrow? Because the wedding's in this like rural Indiana town. Like Lil Nas X is staying at the same quality inn that I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next day he has to fly to LA for a, for a, a shoot for the VMAs. Mm-hmm. Right, and he put it. He he delayed it so that he could come to this wedding. Very wow. nice. Lil Nas X was great the whole day. He was talking to everybody and and uh, making the rounds, taking pictures for everybody. What a weird existence! Twenty years old to just go to like being this total zoo animal. But anyway, the the handler tells him that oh yeah they you know they booked a booked a one way flight from Fort Worth straight to Indiana, and my buddy is like you mean Fort Wayne because you know Fort Wayne's an hour away. Yeah. He's, and so the guy's like. Frantically looking up the flight, <laughs> he booked it from Fort Worth. <laughs> so he, he booked a flight from from Dallas, Texas to L.A. Uh, so he, my buddy saved the day. He, oh, so he yeah. got them to you know book a new flight from Detroit, which was just two hours away. What do you think would have happened the next day? When do you think that guy would have found out? Probably at the airport. I mean, I guess. Do you think that would have been got... huge. It would have been like airport refuses service to Lil Nas X. Do you think he would have gotten driven to the Fort Wayne airport, or do you think he would have looked at the tickets in the morning and realized his mistake? 
Uh, I think he probably would have driven to the Fort Wayne Airport. Or maybe just started driving to Fort Worth. Maybe. Did the handler just think? Uh, driving 15 hours. And I, I I could be wrong here, but I can't imagine there's like direct flights from, from Fort Wayne to L.A. I think it was a, there was a connection from Fort Wayne, yeah. Yeah, that's how, yeah. I, I would from think, Fort Wayne, but that's why he booked Fort Worth. There but was, that's there was my direct. point. So it's like, I, I would be surprised if like... Well, yeah, Fort but Wayne, obviously this guy didn't he, understand he, that. Like, sure, yeah. Boy, you're getting this guy in trouble. I hope he's not like fired now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. Right. He, he, he saved it he eventually. We all need, we all need reps. Even Lil Nas X's handlers. That's right. He's new to it. I mean, Love a saxophone. Okay. So did you saxophone have any interaction the show? with Lil Nas X or what? No, it's, I don't, I'm not overwhelmed by okay. by celebrity, and you know, I didn't want to bother. No, the I thought the opposite. Maybe he listened to the pod. Or, yes. No, read the Athletic. <laughs> he flashed me the you know, the birds with friends. Okay. Love the Barnett story, probably right. Yeah. That's just... <laughs> yeah. No, he loved the uh, one sentence All Stars. That was his. Oh, okay. That's what yes. he likes. Or maybe the. Uh, Chance Warmaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he actually he cited that as inspiration for his music career was <laughs> the left guard rotation. Yeah, my kids would have been proud to go home and tell them. Yeah, it'll be good. I'll send you the video. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that'll do it for uh, for this episode of, of Birds with Friends. We'll be back tomorrow, and this week we debut our uh, our extra episodes on the Athletic app. So. Either starting tomorrow or Wednesday will be our first extra episode. I think maybe we'll do some around the horn bills. And if you can't get the the code, might not be working now. Is that it? The should latest? be working it though. Should be working now that once once we launch, the code should oh, should okay. work. Okay, so I try believe. theathletic.com slash birds with friends. Correct. Yes. For how much off? Forty percent off. Forty percent off. If you and rate review and and uh, leave a comment yes. on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Thanks to everyone who volunteered to help with my uh, little. Homefield yeah, you're, you're, the, the Kapaya cronies came out in full force ready to do your work for you. Found, found, I think found someone to help out, so can hopefully work on that uh, piece soon. There you go. Yeah. Zach, any final words? I'm enjoying this. I, I really like the three-man podcast. Okay. Got rave reviews last week. That's oh, true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Well, uh, that'll do it for this three-man pod. For Sheila and Zach and Lil Nas X, I'm Bo. And as always, we love you. friends